Hello and welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Daniel. I'll be one of your hosts today. Joining me physically for the first time in 168 days is Shabazz. Shabazz, hello. Hey, everybody. Right next to him is Anthony. Hello, everyone. This I'm still blown. <laughs> it just feels weird. I'm looking at you guys right now. Giant smile on my face right yeah. now. Yeah, we're all smiling. We're all going to hate each other by the end of this. Hopefully, but we're yes. here together. Yeah, finally, finally. <laughs> How are you guys feeling? I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm yeah. really excited to record today's episode. Me too. Me too. I'm very pumped. Uh, no longer waiting for the awkward audio cue, and I can look at Anthony and be like, "Are you going next?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, okay, there's a podcast. No, yeah, no yeah. more like interruptions yeah. when someone's talking. All that is out the window. It's done. We can finally have a proper conversation. COVID no more. It's gone. We solved COVID. We, so- we solved it. Yeah. We solved the COVID crisis. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, please wear a mask. Um, as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the Movie Podcast every single Monday across all your favorite podcast services. If you want to write in and be part of the show... Uh, head over to thistimewith.com slash talk. Send us your comments, suggestions, corrections, whatever you want us to talk about or watch. We'd love to hear from you. Just like Nate did, and he wrote into our Discord, which you could also join. Uh, link in the show notes. Nate says, since you guys are trying to find out the most quotable movie for your Instagram bracket, I want to know, in the 70 plus episodes that you have done, what is your favorite Anthony quote? Don't worry, there won't be an alphabetical questionnaire. Uh, that was a callback to last week's episode. Um, there are so many amazing movie quotes out there, but for me... Oh, sorry, there are so many amazing Anthony quotes out there, but it's a toss-up between two. Do you want to be a follower, or do you want to be a shepherd? <laughs> <laughs> and fish in a barrel, shooting fish in a barrel. <laughs> These weeks just come and go. <laughs> Truly inspiring quotes. Thanks again and still loving the show. Nate, thank you so much for writing in. Um, I definitely do have the uh, do you want to be a follower or do you want to be a shepherd on my it. on my back. That's a, that's a tattoo I got during COVID. I think that's the that's the quote that Ben Affleck has around the phoenix on his back. <laughs> it's on his wings. Right? It's on the wings. It's on the right? wings of the phoenix. Um, yeah, Anthony's been like our our philosopher here. I'm sorry, I'm I'm looking at you guys uh-huh. and it's throwing me off because I'm looking at you guys into my eyes too. You know, I'm just yeah. like I keep looking down around my computer. I could actually look at you. Um, I I think stick it in your panini press, Favreau. Yeah, is, that was a good one. It's a classic. I think it was one of the first yeah. as well, too. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely one of the first. Um, and it always sticks with me. Yeah. So, so it's sticking, yeah. sticking it, sticks, it sticks with me. Yeah. So I keep that in my I forget them. <laughs> to you, they're just words of wisdom you that know, you just... Exactly. You, you just drops these, these you're like, tears uh, of wisdom on us. You're like, who's that? You're like Aristotle. You know, yeah, you're just, yeah. just throwing things out there. <laughs> and then sage, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you have to worry about them. To you, they're just mundane words. But yeah. to us, they're changing our lives. They're, they're scripture. Like, I, they're I, I think one of my favorites to think about is, uh, and it, it probably made me laugh the hardest, I'd say, was uh, you don't live near the peanuts. And that was during the, uh, when we were talking <laughs> about. Baby peanut. The, well, we were talking about, yeah, baby peanut. But we were talking about the uh, Mr. Peanut hot air balloon. That oh, my gosh. Yeah. I found that video of the. Mr. Peanut hot air balloon. Oh, I but I just it to you guys, you please do. But I just remember you saying you guys don't live near the peanuts. And I was like, <laughs> damn, do you? Don't. <laughs> don't. That's there's and a, of course there's, there's a deep meaning to that. There's definitely no don't question my trenches. Oh, great, always a classic. Exactly, Quash, yeah, classic. Yeah, 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 I know? think that was in uh, Apocalypse Now. They said I think that. so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, you're not cracking any eggs today, <laughs> Alyssa Milano. That was a good one too. 
That was good. Was it Alyssa Milano? It was about Alyssa Milano. It was Alyssa Milano or Ray Romano? It was Rachel Lee Cook. No, No, it was about Alyssa Milano because you're talking about her her commercial that she did about drugs or something like that. No, it was Rachel Lee. Oh, was it? Was it Rachel Lee? The the one from the 90s. She was in the Pussycat Dolls. Not the Pussycat Wait, Dolls. The puss, the... Josie and the Pussycats? Josie, Josie and the Pussycats. Cats. What's her name? Rachel Lee Cook. I think it might have been Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah. yeah. There you go. But she was like Alyssa Milano. <laughs> she disappeared, eh? Do you have a... Do you have a... Did you do something like that? Did you have something to do with that? No. I don't like, I don't like that I could see you the way you said that. Yeah, yeah. She, she disappeared, disappeared right? I guess. Like your eyes shifted. Like, you guys don't know anything about her, do you? Do I have... A f- no. No. Because, again, they're just these things that come into my, my mind and, and they come out of my mouth. Uh-huh, like words, yes. It's words, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's another oh, one. That's that, that that my mind. They Shay, come out of I'm writing that one down. We will have these as t-shirts available in 2025 for you to buy or pre-made tattoos for you. Um, some announcements this week before we get into this massive show. Of course, DC Fandom did happen yesterday, and we have all of our reactions and the news to bring to you. Uh, but some quick announcements first. We have some great commentaries available. These are our COVID commentaries, uh, as I just coined them right now that we've done. Game Night, Sicario, and Spider-Man. Uh, we have some amazing episodes that you should catch up on as well, too. Starting with our Black Lives Matter episode, where we had our friend Asha on the show. Um, I think it's a great episode, very timely for what's going on in the world right now. Um, and I think it's essential listening. Um, if you're thinking about going back to a movie theater... And you want to know what's happening, what that looks like. Listen to our episode with Sarah Van Lang of Cineplex, where we kind of dive into what Cineplex is doing to keep Canadians safe at the theaters. Cineplex is the only theater chain right now that has opened up 100% of their theater locations. So congrats to them. That's a huge deal. And I can't wait for Tenet this week. That's, We're actually that, seeing that's in North America, right? That's a nor- that's, Yeah, because I think America. they have some st- locations in the States, or is it just Canada? Cineplex, I believe it's just wow. Canada. Just Canada now, right? Yeah. yeah. But yes. that's, a, that's saying a lot. Yeah, so congrats to them. That's that's a huge deal. Um, obviously, we usually talk about our Snyder Cut episode, but you don't want to have to listen to that because this DC Fandom episode is today. Mm-hmm. This is the one you're, you're going to want to listen to. It's true. Um, also, uh, we have a great episode, uh, a spoiler cast episode for The Last of Us Part 2 with our friends Matt from Entitled Movie Casts and Nate from Geek Centric. Uh, it's just funny seeing, like, Anthony was doing some weird thing in his chair. I'm, try- uh, I'm trying to get my chair closer to the mic. Okay. Oh, I didn't know. What- I thought you were trying to create static electricity. Okay. I wasn't sure what was going on. <laughs> These are the things that we don't see when we're that all we on missed. Our own, that we're all. This is what screen, I missed. You know? I'm, I forgot that Anthony used to do that. <laughs> um, and finally, uh, we do have an Instagram bracket going on, which we're running on Instagram to find out the most quotable movie. And I'm going to kick it over to Shay to give you the results. Shay, Ooh, buddy. So we had a very, very, very good. Um, uh, Instagram bracket that we started. So week one, we kind of faced three movies off together, and I and I believe they were difficult choices to say. Uh, our first one was for Anchorman versus Mean Girls. What do you guys think won? Well, you guys already know. <laughs> That's the. Uh... I was looking forward to Mean Girls with like for an upset because right. I know a lot of people. We did have an upset this week, I think. Oh, in yeah. my opinion. Okay. Um, yeah, I think so too. Just because the Mean Girls is such a mean, there's some. It's great such a mean quote. Like yeah. it's just it's such a good quote too. Yeah. It's like you 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 could really see that happening in the real world. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I you know what I as much as I wanted Mean Girls to win, which it didn't. The winner was Anchorman. Um, I'm glad Anchorman won because it has it's definitely very very quotable. But Mean yeah. Girls has some 
amazing quotes, and I yeah. could go on and on about that film's quotes. Uh, our second uh, batch of films was 40-Year-Old Virgin versus Zoolander, and this one by Landslide was 40-Year-Old Virgin. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, for sure. I mean, great film. Absolutely love that film. A lot of good quotes. Steve Carell is two for two so far this week. It, so far, yeah. yeah he, he's winning. Uh, and then over there, we got Forrest Gump versus The Dark Knight. Yeah. And by a landslide. By a landslide. Yeah, crazy. Forrest Gump won. I was very surprised by this. I definitely thought that The Dark Knight was taking it home. Yeah. And like again, Forrest Gump, one of my favorite movies. Absolutely. Phenomenal quotes. I think Dark Knight is extremely quotable, but like usually Dark Knight always has that edge in any competition. Mm-hmm. It could be best romantic comedy in Dark Knight. <laughs> it's, gonna, yeah. it's an option, right? Then again, like Forrest Gump has been out much longer. So growing up, you hear that quote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot, mm-hmm. and true. you know why so serious is not as fresh and new. So yeah, you know a lot of our audience probably picked Forrest Gump because of that. It's possible. It's yeah. true. It's very possible. So we're gonna be having uh, round two, or actually round one of week two, uh, where we have <laughs> How more does sports work. Yeah, you know what? Uh, the, the brackets are definitely confusing, but I promise you, when all this is said and done in the next coming weeks, probably take about a month or so. Yeah, to get through our most cool films. So. Really excited to see, and there'll be good, some good surprises that'll come down the line. Yeah, so that's this Wednesday, the next, uh, the this next Wednesday. Batch of, yeah, uh, we'll get our next batch out. of films. Amazing. So look forward to that. Uh, before we get into the news, don't forget, please, if you like what we're doing here at the Movie Podcast, we love what we're doing. But if you like what we're doing, uh, <laughs> please uh, drop us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Give us that five star review if you like what we're doing. Um, because we want to keep doing this and we want to make sure that we could reach the ears of as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's a little graphic, but a little yes. graphic. Uh, also, of course, as I said earlier in the show, our Discord is available for you to join. Um, we could talk about movies. We have You can send your questions there, whatever you want. So we want to make a great community of movie fans, so definitely join that. Gentlemen, this week's topic of the show is all about DC Fandom. But until then, let's get into the news. Oh, boy. I'm nervous. You ready? Yeah. Oh my god! It's only taken 168 days. Oh my god! There might have been a day I think where we where we had it almost. So we, right. you mean we haven't gotten it gotten it straight since? We've we've gotten it, but it's always been like oh. a little a little shifted. This yeah. we were like in perfect harmony today. Oh yeah, it was we like were, one voice. It was one voice, one mind. Uh, the only news story we're talking about this week that is not DC related is Marvel related. So Olivia Wilde to direct the unti- an, an entitled female-centric Marvel movie at Sony Pictures. This is coming from Dave McNary at Variety. Olivia Wilde has signed a deal with Sony Pictures to develop an, and direct an untitled female-centric Marvel film project for the studio, sources have told Variety. Representatives for Sony and Marvel had no comment about the project. Speculation has arisen in the recent months about Sony developing a movie on Spider-Woman. The film will be written by Booksmart writer Katie Silverman and Amy Pascal producing. Uh, Rachel O'Connor will executive produce. So that makes sense with Olivia Wilde kind of re-teaming with someone she worked on Booksmart, another movie that she's also directed. What do you guys think about a a potential Spider-Woman movie in the Sony, I guess, world of movies? As long as it's not a Madam Web movie, <laughs> that, oh God. That, like you know, like Just if the female character, is, it needs to be like a Spider Woman yeah. film because yeah, a lot of people want that Madam Web film. That's and, true. Well, what would a Madam Web film be? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. The, like, the, it would just be her just, you know, in a chair, just watching visions of Spider-Man <laughs> and 
Really, then it becomes a Spider-Man movie, I guess. Do you guys do you guys see this at all? Like tying into the MCU in any way? Like, do you do you see <sighs> them multiversing it somehow? Because I feel like multiverses are they're the hot thing right now. It's, instead of having cinematic universes, it's multiverses. I, I, mm. I got to wait to answer that until we see Morbius because Michael Keaton shows up in Morbius. And I mean, yeah. he's from the MCU. Mm-hmm. So, I totally forgot about that. So movie. like, what, what's that all about? If I think that'll kind of give us a much more clear answer as to what's kind of happening there. But yeah, I know that's been delayed. It was supposed to come out October of this year. What is it now? March of next year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I was mentioning it this week. I, I, I told you guys, I think, a Spider-Man universe mm-hmm. can make a lot of money for Sony. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Just because Spider-Man is Marvel's, you know, biggest flagship. S- superhero. Yeah. Um, but they don't have the character. They don't own the movie that, rights. That and, movie rights, right? So Sony has a huge potential to create the the foundation for this universe and create a Spider-Verse. Right. Which would bring in endgame money. For sure. sure. For sure. hundred percent. But I mean, like, it you could also argue that like Spider-Man hasn't been worth as much since until Marvel got their hands on it again, right? Mm-hmm. They had the MCU branding that the Marvel oh, Studios helped. banner. It's definitely helped. That's 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 literally given new life to Spider-Man, um, and I think that's made so- uh, Sony kind of be like, okay, let's treat these characters better, right? You know, let's not rush these movies out. Um, I'm just hoping now, like, you know, if does Tom Holland show up? You could do like an Elseworlds type story or a multiverse, however you want to do it. But good for, I mean. Getting back to the the key point of the story, Olivia Wilde, like that's amazing. This yeah, is her second yeah, yeah. movie now. Obviously, Booksmart was one of was such a beloved movie from last year, and that's awesome that she's getting another opportunity to make such a big movie as well too. So, congrats to her, right? And yeah, this, I guess this would kind of fall in line with you know the universe they've created already. The Spider Man Cinematic Universe, the FCU. Yeah, if you think about it, like MCU. there's there's the Spider Man films that are MCU related, but also Sony's. Then there's Venom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we have Morbius, and Venom made almost a billion dollars. Yeah, it was up there. Mm-hmm. So it's it's definitely possible. I don't know if Morbius will be able to 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 do that. Um, I think. I mean, again, it's only been one trailer, and right. we don't know much more. But I guess if the reviews are good, and and there's also talks of Craven. Craven, Craven, yeah, yeah. The, the, those that story broke this week too. That there's potential, potential of that. Of that. So you're like Sony is like setting up these key characters yeah. for some sort of like epic event for when Spider-Man, you know, when they do these standalone mm-hmm. Spider films, maybe it's big epic film. I'd love a um a Mysterio one, like to bring Jake Gyllenhaal back to have him as like his own, yeah, his own film. I don't mm-hmm. think he's gone. Like I, I don't no. think he's gone either. No. I hope he's not gone. No, because you didn't really see him. Die, die, and I mean, even if he know? did die, die, but like yeah. you, you can easily make yeah. that into like a for sure, you know, a yeah. vision or a, a hundred percent. Yeah. He never dies. He never dies. So I, I think it's safe to say we're excited about this one. Oh see, yeah, we'll oh see, yeah. See what they do with it. I enjoyed Booksmart, and I think Olivia Wilde is great. I mean, she surprised me as a director because I I didn't take her seriously in that area, right. but yeah, she she can she can definitely bring it. So I'm yeah. really excited for her. It kind of reminds me a lot of too, like Jonah Hill kind of coming out with mid 90s like i I kind of feel like those movies pair well together in the sense it's like a coming of age these these actors that you're so used to seeing them like in either comedic roles or Mm. supporting roles like now you're seeing them really be like you know what behind the camera is really where i want to be and yeah they Mm -hmm. putting on some great content that was all for news this week let's get into some trailers 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 that was good though we're together that's we're just we're just flying through this show 
Um, some tra- new trailers this week. Uh, Death on the Nile. Uh, this is directed by Kenneth Branagh. This is a sequel to Murder on the Orient Express. Yes. 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 It's in. The, I don't know if it's the exact sequel, but it's definitely same characters. Um, or another say, story. The same detective. Same detective. Yeah. Just another story. You know. Same really strange looking mustache. Yeah, and a questionable French accent. Right. Right. Yes. Also, I don't know if the microphones could pick up the giant storm that's happening. Yeah, outside. there's a lot of thunder happening right you know? now. Is the world mad that we're recording together? Maybe it's Thor. I think so. Maybe it's Thor. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think about this trailer? Did you guys know this movie was happening? By the no. way. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's, uh, thank you. I did. I mean, I, we. I. I don't know if we had brought it up, but um. I remember when Mystery, no, Murder on the Orient Express, sorry. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> Mystery Inc. Mystery of the Orient Express. <laughs> no, Murder on the Orient Express happened, and I remember hearing, like, oh, they want to continue on, make more of these. And I was like, oh, let's see if that actually happens. And then I remember hearing Gal Gadot signed on, and that was pretty much about it. So I didn't know if they actually had started filming. Yeah, I had no idea. They, or anything. And then this. all of a sudden, when I heard the trailer came out, I was like, oh, wow, this movie's done? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I thought the trailer was okay. It wasn't for me. I think uh, there was a lot happening. And visually, there's some cool moments that, for sure. But I was getting kind of bored in the trailer. And I mm. and I only watched a bit of Murder on the Orient Express. And I found it kind of boring, personally. So I don't know how this is going to do. But uh, I think movies that take place in Egypt and that area, like The Mummy and stuff like that. Obviously, yeah. this is not a mummy-based film. but <laughs> Maybe but, that's a twist. <laughs> but, but locales like Egypt that you don't see often, yeah. I think, are very interesting. Sure. And I love hearing about the Nile. So... For this one to take place on a boat is great. Also, I love Army Hammer. So, oh, definitely. And Gal Gadot. Yeah. So. Um, the thing with murder mystery movies as well, too, is that with this one, like you just don't want them to do the same thing over again. Correct. Right? I think Knives Out was such a surprise movie because it was a murder mystery, but it also didn't just hold itself to the all the same tropes that murder mystery movies do. It felt exactly. fresh. Um, so I'm hoping that this just isn't... Uh, copy paste from the first movie just in a new locale like the hangover to us right right where is it literally the same plot just in another location right mm-hmm. it does look the same though visually it does like yeah. when, it, when i saw that trailer i'm like oh this reminds me of the trailer and the the you know the the, the look even the title cards with the title come yeah in. yeah even the music and it's uh i think it's going to be very similar to what you know the the first the, one the was. first one was yeah and that was by directed by kent brana as well so. yeah yeah we shall see uh, next up, we have On the Rocks, which is an Apple TV Plus original film directed mm-hmm. by Sofia Coppola, mm-hmm. uh, starring uh, Bill Murray. Rashida Jones. And Rashida Jones. Yeah. What did you guys think of this? thought it was cute. Uh, most a cute um, film. I like Bill Murray, and I think whenever he comes into films like these, uh, he does a great job. It gave me those Lost in Translation kind of vibes. Yeah, for And sure. again, that is Sofia, Sofia Coppola, Coppola yeah. so... Um, I, I don't know if I'll actually watch it, to be to be totally honest, but I like that I have the opportunity because I do have Apple TV+. Plus, so sure, yeah. maybe one day I'll put it on. But um, I found Marlon Wayans casting a little bit odd. Yeah. It was just kind of random. I was like, oh, okay, Marlon Wayans. Yeah, sure. Marlon Wayans he's, here, yeah. He's got Rashida Jones. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and he's possibly cheating on her. That's How dare you? hard to believe, but uh, <laughs> sure, yeah. okay. Uh, but yeah, let, let me, let's see. That's that's a that's an actor you haven't heard from from for a while. Maybe he is friends with like Sophia. Marlon Wayans. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's kind of been doing like really shitty comedies. Yeah, but like like, like he did that Netflix one recently where he's like naked or something in an elevator. Yeah. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. Oh man, so I you're right. Does you he haven't play, heard like, of him, a bunch but of like different versions of himself, something like that. And he does like one where yeah, he's just like doing the whole Eddie Murphy shtick or playing different characters. Right, right. Sex Tuplets. That's it. That's, that's the one. one. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. that trailer? Guys, that was what last year, I think. That was January. That was last year. You know, he was almost Robin as well too, where he was cast as Robin. Um, yeah. This, the that world does upset. not like that. The, Robin, the, as in Robin ba- Batman Williams. Robin. Yeah. No, okay, Batman and <laughs> Batman Robin. Batman and Robin. Yeah, he was like storyboarded in Batman Forever to be Robin, or the first Batman. I remember Sorry, that the first Batman yeah. to be that. Okay, crazy. Yeah, yeah. crazy. Maybe I don't know. He's, he has like an interesting career. Yes, he, he does. Very. The Wayne's brothers alone have a very yes. good career. Yes. Uh, the last trailer we got this week is for the Crown season four, which. Uh, Huge fan of the crown. My speaking for myself, uh, we got the news as well too that Elizabeth the Bicky is going to be playing um, Princess uh, Diana as mm-hmm. well too, which I think is just amazing casting. All the moms got so excited about that one. Yeah, right? like, they're just like Princess Diana, my Princess Di, my girl. Yeah. Princess yeah. Diana is gonna be like very tall. Just, yeah, it's <laughs> just gonna look down on everybody. She's like six five, dude. <laughs> they're gonna film it in a very <laughs> odd angle so they like to make her look shorter. Yeah, yeah. No, Elizabeth the Bicky's very tall. Yeah, I yeah. met her at TIFF and I'm like, man, she's tall. Yeah, we just see her like, she just, like, just patted it. you on the head. <laughs> I saw her. I'm like, wow, she's tall. She's taller than me. Yeah. She's I think like, she's like she's, she's eighteen feet tall. By the way. <laughs> she's like she she had heels on, so she was gigantic. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she looks like Princess Diana. Oh, she does. Yeah, that's such good casting. She yeah. looks like her, especially coming off a of Tenet this week too. Yeah, like, like good for her. Like, I think she's like I. The, I think the first thing I really saw her in was Rush, mm. uh, the Chris Hemsworth, uh, Ron Howard di- film. Ron Howard film, right? Yeah. Um, Nikki Lauda. Nikki Lauda. Um, yeah, she was great in that. And I think that's the first thing I remember seeing her in a movie. Uh, but going back to The Crown Season 4, uh, Olivia Coleman, this is going to be her last year, uh, or I guess last season playing the Queen, because next uh, the next two seasons are going to be recasting, because it's going to be an older age. Hmm. Um, and they also decided, instead of just doing one more season, they're going to go two. two so each kind of Queen will have played her in two seasons, which I really love. This is a really cool. well-made series. So I really want to watch the show. I mean, so I, did, I did the first season, but I really want yeah. to continue. Yeah. Visually, it looks, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Like, just like the cinematography of it is so good. Mm. A lot of it is like these what-if, you know, storylines where they, you know, they kind of elaborate on a lot of the things that you might have heard in the tabloids. Like so, the rumors, yeah, speculations. So they, they tie that in because, yes, it is true to life type of storyline but right. some of it is all like very yeah elaborate. it's like those closer conversations where it's like is this how it went down yeah. i just want to know yeah i'm wondering who plays the older queen oh it's uh who played umbridge in oh Harry is it actually yeah. I, i'm blanking on her name right now mm. um but i'm going to get it for us right now through the power of technology oh the internet Interesting. power of technology at the palm of our hands uh her name is amilda Stan- stanton amilda oh. stanton stanton Staunton. Staunton. She's done Harry Potter. And is I she think from she's Essex? Something else as well. Essex, Essex, England. She was born in Archway, London, United mm. Kingdom. The spouse you know, is Jim Carter. I was, oh, I was, good, good. I was good. watching this. Sh- I, I don't know. I was watching this show on TV, and they were talking about all these like castles that are in England and who are owned by these dukes. And these fucking castles are like, <laughs> like thousands of years old, and yeah. they're just there, and they're just. People live in them. They're they're just pass on from family to family. Old and, money, man. Old money. And dude, like they're doing. Um, I guess the castle has they had to renovate certain parts because 
electricity so they were adding like more modern yeah electrical parts to the house and they found like this shoe and you could literally see someone left their shoe in there just to see if maybe one day this someone, someone will, will find it someone find yeah. it. and it's like one of those those old shoes from the you know 1600s with the buckle in the middle and I'm oh like, wow. man this is these these castles that are in England. Well, we don't know. Owned. What if what if in this what if in that time period people put their shoes in the walls? Do you think they'll cover this in season five of the Crown? <laughs> the mystery of the shoe. Mystery of the shoe. Mystery of the shoe. It know. just opens up with like the queen just like pulling up a shoe. What like. if that's the third uh, Kenneth Branagh mystery movie? Do so you think you're the only shoe in the world? <laughs> Sam Jackson just pops ma- up. Why is he Sam Jackson? <laughs> Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> Listen here, motherfucker. <laughs> Shoe in the wall in England. Because yeah, it I, obviously I, has to have. I thought, I thought you were going to say like a, a saying, like a shoe in the wall is worth <laughs> a glove in the tree. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. A shoe in the wall means a thousand. <laughs> Anthony probably has one. Anthony, what would you say to a shoe in the wall? I don't know. You can't put me on the spot. It won't uh, come out properly. There you go. That's, that's what that's it is. Line. Write it down. You can't put me in the spot. It won't, it won't come, come out, out properly. properly. Write it down. Write it down, boys. Uh, that was all the trailers we got this week. Uh, but we do have some new movies coming to theaters oh, everywhere. Do we ever? Coming out this week, The New Mutants. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> as of right now, it is. As of, like, there's, there, we could buy tickets for this movie. There's still a chance they may delay it. Who knows? Mm-hmm. They might delay it in the theater, actually, while we're sitting there. While we're there. They're like, guys, not tonight. Yeah. Try it tomorrow. Uh, Did you really think you were watching it tonight? <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> what was uh? Well, it was Black Mass that I remember us going to the movie theaters to watch. Yeah, and they're like, "Yeah, guys, we'll start in five minutes." And then half an hour later, they're like, "Yeah, guys, it's not working." So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like when we went, we went to go see SpongeBob, and we were like, "Oh, t- in, uh, Inception's playing. Let's just check to see how it's yeah. looking." And we opened, and it, the movie had started like thirty minutes ago. So we we're wondering, like. Why can't we hear anything? So he walked in, and the guy's like, "Yeah, the movie's not playing." We're like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> get out." <laughs> <We> just left. <laughs> uh, also coming out this week, of course, a smaller indie movie that uh, no, no one's, one's really of. been talking about. Uh, Tenet. Yeah, Tenet. Oh, it right. Tenet. Christopher Nolan's Tenet. <sighs> magnum opus is coming out this week. Yes, and his most ambitious film. Every movie that ever gets released from him, critics say this is his most ambitious film. I'm just expecting to go in there and my head explodes. Yeah. Um, where are you guys right now, hype wise? I'm not as hype as I was if there was no COVID. COVID. <laughs> I like, think that's literally my, at that's this, my mantra for everything. At this right point, now. it's like, yeah, I'm gonna go watch this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's because I haven't seen too. any movies in the past six months. Right. And I'm not super hyped for it because there, the lead up was was there and then it it's ended. tough it's it like toyed it, with us so it's much like toy, right? yeah it's coming and then no it's not it's coming no it's not yeah. obviously out of not in power of its own right um i think when, i think when we actually sit down in the theater and they're about to start that's when i think maybe maybe my hype will yeah. come into play yeah but as of right now i'm just kind of like sure yeah i'm excited yeah. to see a movie yeah but it's not I'm it's not, also, it's not hitting yeah me it hasn't either. really hit me yet no. yeah. yeah on wednesday of all days too yeah so of course. Lord's Day. Lord, <laughs> Lord's Day is on the Wednesday. Uh, we will be having our tenant review dropping on Thursday mm-hmm. um, as its own little episode. So look out for that on Thursday. And then obviously we'll probably talk about it more next week. But on Thursday, we'll have a tenant episode on the movie podcast feed for you to listen to. What yeah. about we do a little review on Travis Scott's single? Yeah. For right the now? tenant. Yeah. yeah just a little, little, little like... Yeah, we can talk Start about us it. off, man. Start us off. What'd you guys think of it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was good. I Damn, played it a couple yeah. of times. Um, it's no, like, 
you know, Batman Forever kissed by you know, no, kiss, I mean, it's no else. kiss from a rose. No. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's interesting. Yeah, you know, the lyrics were all done from what I heard, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> the skirt, 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 skirt. I think a skirt, skirt here yeah. would be. Is it shot in what, IMAX? What's, what's the, the song other, was filmed in IMAX. Uh, Travis, the other thing you do, um, uh, it's, it's it's lit. It's, it's turned on. No, uh, no, nah, Nolan. It's it's called it's lit. Uh, okay, interesting. The interesting. The, the opening uh, lyrics for it. I mean, I'm see if I can find them. But you guys keep talking in the meantime. Um, no, I think I, I think it's I think it's really good. I mean, I don't see it as like a traditional like song song. No, because it feels just it feels because like Lud, uh, Ludwig Gornson uh, is working on the soundtrack for this movie, obviously, and uh, you'll know him. He did the soundtrack for Black Panther, and he's produced some incredible songs for other artists as well too. But um, I just see this more as an extension of the score. Mm-hmm, and Ludwig's mm-hmm. like, you know what? Let's team up with Travis. Let's let's get like an artist on this, and this would be a dope song to have on the credits because it just feels like the score from Tenet with uh, with some verses on it, right? right. Um, but I really dug that. I, I liked it a lot. And it I wasn't. Really it, it wasn't. If it was very like even the score, yeah, complemented Travis's like wh- his method of music, yeah, which it, I liked. Yeah, I liked. So, and you remember Billie Eilish? I was just thinking of No Time to Die. Oh god, like that's so forgettable. Like, yeah, it's just, super. It came out and it just and it was just so dreary and uh, didn't feel like a Bond. No, it, it, just, it was just very ballad, and it's like Billie has such a great vocal range yeah. that and you she want had great production, too. great production. You just you want to hear their take on something, but they decided to go classic rather right. than make it their own. She yeah. did what every other, you know, Bond artist has done in the yeah. past. And it's like, come on, bring your own flavor to yeah, it. Yeah, make this but, 2020. But I think, here's the thing, my first time I listened to the song, I was like, okay, You're I talking love, about Travis, Yeah, right? Travis, is, yeah. sorry. I, I loved hearing that score in the background, but then I guess, because I love Travis Scott, um, I was hoping to get that Travis Scott vibe, and then I didn't hear it. So I'm like, oh, okay. Then I put it on again, and because I knew what to expect, I loved it the second time. Right. I mm-hmm. really dug with it. I loved just kind of how it was flowing. Um, the lyrics here are, to myself, no they wicked with the moves, ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm drinking off the juice. No, I'm drinking. I be smooth, then I lose it. Yeah, yeah, now. That's, that's a secret to tenant right there. And I yeah. think I think that's John David Washington he's yeah. talking about so, there. <laughs> I read these lyrics and I'm like, hmm, there's gonna be a lot of drinking, mm-hmm. a lot of skirting, oh, a, lot, a lot of vert and skirt, vert, vert and skirt. skirt. Do yeah. we just say something inappropriate in German? I, think I might, might have. Yeah. If I show the hideaway, would you hide out and let it blam? So I think really there. <laughs> I uh, like the eye contact you made at me as you said that. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if that was let it blam. I wasn't sure if that was offensive. What I said there, to be honest with you. Uh, no, but honestly, like I love I love Travis Scott. So yeah. I think, uh, and I think if you if for anyone who is a fan of Nolan and just like they had never heard of Fortnite, have never heard of Travis Scott, Travis Scott's Astro World documentary on Netflix is I'd say really wicked and it's definitely one to watch. It kind of talks about his whole childhood and you know the the lead up to the Astroworld album and I think Astroworld as an album is fantastic. It's got so many great songs in there. So if you are curious about uh Travis Scott, definitely give that documentary a watch. Yeah. But yeah, we are by the time this episode drops, we'll be 2 days away from watching Tenet. So it's finally happening. Mhm. So if you are out there watching Tenet, uh, I threw a poll out on my Instagram asking, are you watching Tenant this week? Are you watching Tenant in a 10-it? And these just like, hey, write that one down too. And these get everything written down. 
I'm not, I'm um, not writing that one down. It's she, funny. she almost like, threw up his water. I almost left. Uh, majority was saying they are watching it this oh, week. Oh, nice. And we've been seeing a lot of theaters are sold out of tickets now. Yeah. So I think this may have been the one people were waiting for. Yeah. I think as our... Well, actually, our numbers are going back up now, so I don't know. <laughs> I was saying, as our numbers go down, we'll now they've been going we'll back up. We'll see what happens. Uh, guys, what have we been watching this week? We're going to start it off with Anthony. I haven't been watching a lot, and that's my bad. Don't worry, man. I'm sorry, that's, guys. You're not, um, we're not forcing you to watch anything. By the way, we're not the Ellen show here. I don't we have good working conditions. Oh, there we go. Yeah, the, the toxic working. Um, <laughs> I'm still watching Preacher. I think I'm going to be the Preacher for Halloween. Yeah. Know, we have the same vibe. What? <laughs> <laughs> he's, just a, he's just a dude who has like this like entity in him that he could just command people to say things, but he's cool. That's that's you. That's about that's that. that's, I, I wish I had the, that I got. Bow down to me. Oh, is that what he says? Yeah, he's like he. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's an interesting story. Like I thought, the first season was probably the best season. Season four is because I'm on the last season right now. Season four is a lot better than two and three. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would say if you haven't watched Preacher, give it a try. It's an interesting take. It the show it's it's so weird. It, it plays on like you know biblical Jesus. Jesus' descendant, who's like a, a little, you know, different. The 17th <laughs> descendant. He's a little darpy in, in a sense. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a grail who, 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 who manages all these different things that are happening in Christianity, and mm-hmm. they kind of control it. And then you got, like, the preacher. You have his girlfriend um, and their sidekick, sidekick uh, Cass, who's a vampire. So, um, interesting, interesting story. Cool. Then I finished watching I'll Be Gone in the Dark, which is a story about the Golden State Killer. Yes. Which is funny because two days is ago, it? he was sentenced. He, yeah. He was sentenced. Um, he was sentenced to like life in prison. And if he finally he admitted to all the killings yeah. and all that and all the rapes. And it was just, it's crazy that I just you wanted just, to finish you it. You familiar and, with it already. And then it happened. Um, but yeah, it was such a really well-made documentary on, um, the story really, and I talked about it before, the story is about the, the writer who, who started investigating these murders that are happening around California, but no one really tied them together. Right. So there's the Night Stalker, but what about all these other rapes and killings? And they were all tied in. This guy, you know, this D'Angelo guy lasted for, you know, Years and years before being caught, he was seventy-two when he got caught. Like you know, wow. She and she, the um, McNamara, I think that's her name. She, um, she was so happy when she didn't even know that he got caught because I don't want to end this like spoil the story. No, no, for sure, for sure. But she was so happy that you know technology right now, either via internet, via DNA, can catch. You know these criminals that have been murdering for for you know decades right. without being without being caught. Yeah, you know it's it's fantastic, and she was just really happy that there are people who really care about these unsolved you know cold cases. Yeah, yeah. it's on Crave, right? It's on Crave. Yeah, <clears throat> it's yeah. I was hovering over it, and I was like, hmm, it's a little slow because it's like her take on the story, but it's still an it's. People will say, well, you don't really get to know the killer. And it's not really about him. It's really about what she did. Because without her, no one would know. He would die 
you know, a free man. Mm. Right. No one would care to investigate. Yeah. And, and I, it came and I, down to like the wire, like yeah. DNA family tree. And it's just, that's I, crazy. I also think too, you'd also don't want to like glorify. Sometimes like you'll watch a documentary. I'm like, like, yeah, I'm learning about this person, but it almost feels are they like praising him. But yeah. It's like, it's like, are they like, like, right. yeah, good like, job, man. Like what, how, what, how, what angle are we? How did he get there? How, like everyone right. wants to know, like what took, right. you know, why like, did he get to this yeah, point? It's like humanizing them to a yeah. point where we're just like, oh, I don't know if I like, like uh, the Ted Bundy one, like, yes. the one, like just not even the documentary, but I'm talking more of the movie. I'm like, I know he's supposed to be a very likable person, but like, there's almost like a line that that movie dances with mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't know how I'm, how I'm feeling about the betrayal of this person right now. Yeah. This show really focused on the the victims and how they like at the end came together and became like this family. That's and awesome. It's, it's so it's a, you know like this sad idea of like these are the victims, but they all bonded after everything. That's great. So it's really it's like, I think it's a really important documentary for you guys to watch if yeah. you have the chance to watch it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that I want to talk about together though, Shay, because I know you watch it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched a documentary this week called. Are you ready for it? I'm ready for it. <laughs> it's not what you think as well. No. It's called Pretending I'm a Superman, uh, the Tony Hawk video game story. Mm-hmm. Um, this was an unexpected documentary. Very. So I remember months ago hearing about this movie, that they're making a movie about Tony Hawk and kind of like how he got into video games and all of that. But this this documentary, what I love so much about it is that it focused so much on just like the culture of skateboarding. Mm-hmm. And how that kind of rose into power in parallel with Tony Hawk and the video game series and how that also really kind of not saved skating, but like brought skating to um, a new generation of skaters. Right. And even for people who weren't skaters, they would be familiar with it and familiar with the terms and the lingo and the terminology and all Mm -hmm. of that. Um, And this and this documentary dives all dives all into it and the director of this his name is Ludwig Gurr um and yeah he's he's a young guy but he just directed the hell out of this documentary oh, yeah. and it's just so it's such it's a great runtime covers everything you want to know about this world and if you're a fan of Tony Hawk I definitely recommend it Shay what did you think about it yeah it was surprisingly very uh engaging that's what I'd say because I, I put it on and I'm like okay maybe you know, sometimes you put on a documentary and you're like, okay, I'll, I'll watch, obviously, but I'll go on my phone a bit. I didn't pick up my phone at all. I was so engaged in this because yeah. I remember Tony Hawk, the video game, so well because, mm-hmm. I, honestly, I'm not a skater. No. I never have I don't want aspir- you to be a skater. <laughs> I have no <laughs> aspirations to be a skater, yeah. but in the 90s that time, that game really defined childhood. Sure. Mm-hmm. I would be at my friend's house playing that game for hours on end, so... I definitely have a lot of love for it. For the sure. soundtrack, especially a lot of my music genre, came from right there. Loved Gorilla Radio, loved yep. Rage Against the Machine because that because that damn game. So uh, this was a great documentary, and I, and I do agree with what you're saying that it, it kind of combines all these three things like video games, skateboarding, and also just the rise of Tony Hawk yeah. all in one. And it does a really good job of condensing that in the time frame that it has yeah and you have a you have like appearances from all like the major skaters yeah at that time. chad musk all those guys you know, there, you like, know it's great seeing that and seeing kind of tony talking about how like you know pro skater is coming out in like uh a few weeks and then he just landed the 900 at the yeah. x games so like they were he called like uh never soft up like yo i just landed this so we gotta uh, we gotta put it in the game and they're like yeah i'm on it i love seeing that um and you mentioned the music same with me like like Tony Hawk was one of those like idols at that time for me, mm-hmm. right? Like I was an awful skateboarder, oh. but I love skateboarding. I never even tried. <laughs> uh, at that time, like even to like in the early two thousands, like you had like 
like the jackass and everything like that that was all kind of such a synonymous with the right. early 2000s that skateboard culture too. and that like as somebody kind of coming into their like the as a kid at that time becoming a teenager and all that like that's kind of what you you see those guys are like oh i want to do that for a living you yeah. know i want to be part of the jackass crew i want to be part of tony's crew right and i think this this stock just does such a good job of um bringing you into that world and like just giving you that nostalgia and you you also hear from the artists like you see goldfinger like talking about like they were playing a show and as soon as they started playing superman the audience went crazy because they all knew it from that from the from pro skater it's and, like, I, and I, I totally believe that like I, I believe that game launched you know the careers of a lot of people yeah not just tony hawk but a lot of people yeah tony hawk is i think synonymous with skateboarding now and he's a household name and i think this game is a huge aspect of that. Yeah. Is this huge reason, and I think this documentary does an awesome job of covering it. And we've it. been playing the demo for oh the Tony God, Hawk One and so Two, good. yeah, Pro Skater, like the remake that they've done by yeah. Vicarious Visions. And man, if you wanted to go back in time, this is the best way to do it. It's so fluid. I think it's sixty frames as well. It's wicked. In yeah, in four K and everything. Not like it. Just the most important part, like the gameplay, just feels right. So good. So, but kind of diving back into it and having the doc come out last week and having. The re- the remake of the one and two coming out next week. It's just like the perfect like time capsule for us just to see. I played them on in. my N sixty four and then my GameCube. Yeah, so I'm definitely not used to it on the PlayStation controller yet. But yeah. I <laughs> but I I got to get around to it. It's it's been it's been fun just trying to like get back to that muscle memory of like yeah. like let me like tie all these tricks and do all these right. kick flips and aerial Ollies you know and, and grind the rail. <laughs> Yeah. We're just sound like we're just saying words now. I'm I'm made up most of those things to be honest with you. <laughs> no, but it's 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 a great it's a great documentary. So definitely check it out. Pretending I'm Superman. Really recommend. I believe it's available it. on iTunes. Available on iTunes, Amazon, pretty much anywhere you could rent movies, you yeah. can be able to find it. Um, Shay, what else did you watch this week? Uh, in anticipation for DC fandom, I watched The Dark Knight. Um, I showed my girlfriend this movie, and she had never seen The Dark Knight. And I know a lot of people probably just turned off the podcast yeah. already. Wow, um, I she know. Has, she's never seen The Dark Knight. No, she's she's not Holy a macaroni. superhero kind of person. Yeah, and I was like, listen, you have loved every single Christopher Nolan film, right? She's like, yeah. That's her voice, by the <laughs> way. Is she here right now? <laughs> she, uh, what, what are you doing <laughs> here? Get here. And so I was like, can we give this a shot? Can we give The Dark Knight a chance? And I just want you to go in open minded. <laughs> And, I think John uh, Lennon said that too. Uh, <laughs> give the Dark Knight a chance. Give the Dark Knight a chance. <laughs> so we watched it, and you know, I had never seen her this excited watching a film. Like she was absolutely blown away. She's like, "Can we watch it again?" And I'm like, "No, it's really late. Like I need to go to sleep right now. I don't need to watch. it. I don't watch it again. I've already seen it many, many. I've times. seen this movie thirty times a year for the last twelve years. I watched it three times today before <laughs> before I got here. Um, but no, I, I said, yeah, listen, like let's go back now and watch Batman Begins, then Dark Knight Rises, and then so uh, we, we also watched Batman Begins, and yeah, just floored by it. Um, I purchased Batman Beyond, the animated show yeah. on iTunes. Uh, it was on sale. Finally. In HD as in well. HD in HD as Canada. well. And yeah. so Batman Beyond is a show that I didn't watch as a kid. And that was because I was such a loyal fan of the animated series that I didn't, it's something about Batman Beyond didn't sit well with me. Yeah, it was, it it's felt, a different vibe. It felt sure. too different for me, yeah. even though it's very similar now that I'm watching it. But I'm absolutely loving it. I'm almost in the first season right now, and I'm just in love with how the show is going. Yeah, Terry's a very different protagonist than very, uh, than but Bruce. he's also not annoying. That's what no, I like about him. No. And I love that you know it's Kevin Conroy still up for Bruce Wayne and AKA Old Batman, <laughs> Old Batman, <laughs> Old Batman. Um, 
right, no one surprised you, but obviously I put on Fallout, watch that again because Mission Impossible is yep. a fantastic film, so why not? And like I said, yeah, Batman Begins. It was a good. It was a good week for you. Good week, a lot of DC. Yeah, same with me. Honestly, like I think I watched every single DC movie out there. I think you did. Uh, so obviously, I've been watching a lot of Smallville still. So Smallville has been on my list, just kind of rewatching. Made it through season seven. Nice. They said if you could make it through season seven, you can make it through anything because oh, wow. it's not a strong season. Ooh. And this is as somebody who's a diehard Smallville fan. How many seasons are there? At Smallville? Ten seasons. Ten seasons. They did ten seasons of this show, hmm. uh, which is funny because like right now, like. Technically, Clark was 15 when the show starting mm-hmm. started, but Tom Welling was like 25. Oh, wow. So they're like, yeah, Clark, you're legal now. I'm just like, this dude looks like he's 40. He's got kids. <laughs> <laughs> so like, he's just an older looking dude, but like, he's he's honestly Clark, like Tom Welling is probably my favorite Clark Kent ever. Right. Uh, like he was never Superman really on the show, yeah. so I could just say Clark. Right. Um, Did you ever watch Smallville? No. It's a very, it's a very 2000 show. I've seen show. like a couple of episodes, but I never really dived into it because no. it wasn't... A, I don't, I don't think I had the that, WB, back the WB the network yeah. mm. to watch it. Um, and then when I had it, or when I, you know, found like the archive of it, um, the I just, archive, what, what the, you know, like just you <laughs> know, you the, found the, yeah, I found what the Indiana Jones. Uh, when I found the, you know, the the stream of it somewhere, I don't know where. It's on but, Prime now, I think. Yeah, yeah. I just never was interested in yeah. it because I at that time to do a Superman story. Um, I like I always have this vision of Superman, and it's like you can't do it on TV because you know production value and all that. Sure. So I'm like, what kind of story are they gonna tell? Because I really don't care to see him as like Clark. Um, but yeah, I'll give it a try yeah. one day. It's, it's I very, think I want to as well. It's very like uh, like you gotta you gotta th- keep in mind the show started in 2001. Yeah. Right. So it, it had almost like Buffy the Vampire Slayer vibes of the right. like villain of the week. Yeah. This is what's going on. Like teen drama. Teen drama. It's like the OC with superpowers. But like honestly, it's like it's one of my favorite shows. One Tree up. Hill for One Tree Hill. You know, for Superman. You know, for, for geeks. Uh, but it's it's, it's a fun and we, show. And we met Kristen Crook. We met Kristen Crook, and it was just. A dream it was a very true. life-changing day. It was a dream come true meeting her. So. She is as beautiful in person. Kristen, if you're listening to the show, we'd love to have you on. Yeah. Uh, I watched Joker, so Viking Phoenix's Joker. First time I've watched it since it's come out on... I don't think I've, I don't think I've even watched it since home release. So I think this is the first time I've watched it fully since uh, my second time at the theaters. Great film. This mm. I think this movie gets a bad rap sometimes. It's on film Twitter and things like that. But I think it's a really well-made movie. Uh, watch Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn, and uh, this really long subtitle that this movie also has. Um, I, I feel like I enjoyed it more this time, but I still had pacing. There's a lot of pacing issues with this movie, I mm-hmm. think. Uh, the second half of this movie is very, uh, it's different. It's different. So uh, I think it's fun. Margot Robbie, I think this is her best outing, obviously, as Harley Quinn. And I'm excited to see what they do with her in The Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Um Watched Aquaman. I watched Shazam. I watched The Parent Trap. You know, The Parent Trap is DC. my favorite DC movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a it's 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 a Mirror Lady, I believe, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I put on the Lego Batman movie as well too, just because there's a lot of fun. Uh, Christopher Reeve Superman. Did you say you watched? Oh, that I too? watched that too. Yeah, I watched for, that too. I forgot I to put you it told in. Me you watched that? Yeah, yeah. I did watch that. I watched Christopher Reeve Superman. Uh, as well. I put on the Dark Knight. I didn't finish the Dark Knight, but I did put it on. So I obviously updated my list before finishing the movie. And today, because of a movie that we'll talk about a bit later on in our topic of the show, I did start watching Seven, which is, I think, David Fincher's one of his best movies ever. Yeah, it was a very DC week for me as well, too. Mm. I'll be honest, guys. Sometimes I forget that you're here. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just be kind of like 
talking and then I'm like, no, they're looking at me. They're they're not through my computer. We're waiting scenario. for you to stop talking, yeah. I think. <laughs> Gentlemen, this was DC Fandom nice. week. That was DC Fandom was last night or yesterday all day. Yeah. Um a lot of conferences, a lot to get through. I have a list of all the major movie announcements and some game announcements. So we're what I'm hoping we could do is just kind of go announcement to announcement, mm. mm-hmm. talk about our overall thoughts, and then we'll keep going. Yeah. Um, overall, before we get into the actual content of the show, how did you guys feel the event went yesterday? For me personally, I really enjoyed it. Um, I had a good time, and I think uh, that's because this has been a summer of like lackluster announcements. You know, yeah. we, it's it's we've been just like I think the only good conferences or press events that I saw were were Apple's WWDC because that was super oh. well made. Yeah, the production value was amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I absolutely loved the PS5 hardware reveal that they did and mm-hmm. the game showcase that they did. Um, and then I think this is right there with it. So everything else that's kind of come out this summer or so far in this year has just been kind of blah. For sure. Yeah. But I think they did a good job, especially of all companies, DC, that has been kind of like the punching bag yeah. for a lot of you know superhero-related things and movies. So for them to do their own thing, which was kind of bold of them, I think. Oh, for sure. And still do a pretty damn good job. I was, I was yeah. very impressed. DC, yeah. DC, like you said, has been like the punching, has been the punching bag. And uh, it was nice seeing all this positivity around DC yesterday. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Technically, it went well. Like there was, you know, no hiccups. Everything was smooth. I know they do did a pre-record of most of the stuff. Yeah, which is yeah. nice. Uh, which is great. Production-wise, they could have been better. You know, yeah. you, you're you're you are Warner Brothers. Yeah. You make movies. You know, you <laughs> visually like these green screen effects could have just <laughs> loan them some cameras, guys. Like, yeah. Some of it, the green, the shoe, their shoes were like blending into the yeah into the. To the, the floor, the they were like floor and yeah, just literally like, melting into it. I don't get what you're doing, and, and I know, and some of some of the things I didn't understand what they were doing. They had all these, um, and in, uh, uh, interviewers, not interviewers, like hosts from around oh, the, the world, hosts from yeah. around the world, but they weren't speaking their language. So it's like, well, I'm from you know France, but I'm just going to speak English. And it's <laughs> like, well, why didn't you just speak? Get one person to host the whole thing. Yeah. Um. Also, like the celebrity guests, some of them were just interesting, um, especially with the Batman. Um, interview that they oh, did. Aisha Tyler. For yeah. Aisha Tyler. Oh, yeah. Just, I thought felt... that was a very interesting person to interview. Wait, why, why, yeah, why, why her? Why her? She. I don't see her as like the person that would interview. I feel like you always see uh, Matt like Reeves. her, and you always see like Zachary Levi. Like yeah. you always get like uh, what uh, Yvette Nicole Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are like oh like the nerdy like celebrities. Like you always they, see... is is she a nerdy celebrity? Yeah, like because oh. she did, like uh, Aisha did like the Ubisoft. Yeah, she did like, Ubisoft. Right, 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 yeah. Does like the Walking Dead panels and stuff like that. So you always kind of like see them in, in that way. So like yeah, let's call them. Yeah, but it also it also felt like at some moments they weren't in the same green screen room. No, so, they, they, they shot separately. Yeah, yeah so shot it just kind of so you'd see like Aisha Tyler ask a question and then just smile and nod. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And they like, would cut to her, like, just, like, smiling. And he's, like, talking about, like, the most. He's like, yeah, Batman's parents are dead. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> right. That is crazy. LOL. Um, I thought announcement-wise, there were definite, like, hits and then definite misses. Um, but overall, like, for what it was trying to do, I thought it did a, a really good job. Yeah. You know, like, giving the audience, especially DC fans, the opportunity to be um, in there with these actors and these creators and this is just part one remember there's going to be a part two which is more on the com- TV, i think the tv and comic side the tv comic yeah. side um just giving them the opportunity to like hear and listen to um 
these these creators these and and listen to what they they're doing for for them in the next you know couple of years yeah um one thing i didn't did like they did a a wonder woman kind of like mystery where yeah the, the wolf uh, uh game. the wolf game yeah, yeah the, the wolf, wolf game, game yeah, yeah which yeah. was fun but I, you can literally see some of these actors are like what the what are, we, are we doing <laughs> what are we doing yeah um yeah I, I, it, it's just, just close-ups of their faces yeah. right because it's just they can't hide it they can't hide no, it they can't just my favorite thing was chris pine looking at the uh the oh, fan art the fan so he art. Would just goes so close to his screen to look at he would it. be like he would look like the oldest man in the world he'd be like wait hold on what is this everyone else he started is eating he's like he's just like and what do you think chris he just, just took a bite of the sandwich <laughs> took him like a minute to swallow for him to answer He's getting a massage on his feet at the same time. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was fun. It was I, I I like that they you know what they're like you know what this is the circumstances that we are right now. It's going to be weird. It's going to be janky, but let's at least yeah. have fun with it. Again, yeah, for a company that punching bag and also has never done their own event. Like at least Marvel's done their own no. smaller events, right. right? Or at least have the Disney D twenty three. But WB and DC have never done anything. No, and they so, own the day yesterday. Yeah, and to to come out like this. I'm hoping if they do this next year, which I kind of hope they do. Me too. Uh, I think it can only get better. Yeah. yeah. I'm really excited because what they showed, we're about to get into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to go in order of what we started. So we started the day with Wonder Woman. Um, so we got Wonder Woman 1984. We got a new trailer. So Trailer uh, 2. Trailer 2. So yeah, the last trailer last December. Yeah. We got Trailer 2 today uh, yesterday. And in that trailer, we got our first look at Cheetah. So what did you guys think of this trailer? Cheetah. Um, it was okay. Like it, very similar to trailer one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sense that you know, just the visuals, the music score. You know, seeing Chris Pine back as his character, um, and then seeing a little bit more about a little bit more with uh, Kristen Wiig and playing Cheetah and like what her turn, I guess. What like yeah, what she what she, why she's doing what she's doing, um. I think they took a very, like, Uma Thurman, Poison Ivy vibe yeah. with that. And some of it, like, I don't know, maybe, and I haven't seen the movie, but just that trailer didn't present her as this character that I thought she was going to play. Just based on, like, her dialogue in the trailer was, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I was never seen as this, you know, the popular one because she's now, I guess, seeing she's working with... Um, Diana? Diana. So, I'm like, man, this is not... this. I don't want that type of plot for her mm-hmm. to become the cheetah there right. there has to be something better and cheetah's wonder woman's like greatest yeah, arch nemesis yeah. yeah because she has this like this this um this i don't want to say it's a virus but like this entity that enters her that be- she becomes this character right uh, she has this leather jacket on it's very 80s she has the oh, makeup sure. and the hair yeah. and i'm like oh i don't know i don't know about this vibe i'm getting but I'm still interested in watching it. Oh, for sure. We really don't know uh, Pedro Pascal's character, who he plays. Yeah. Um, is it Ma- Maxwell Lord or something like that? He's is it? Playing? Is yeah. it Maxwell? Lord? I think it's Maxwell Lord he's playing. Hmm. Yeah. Which is from, like really growing up, Wonder Woman wasn't my biggest character watch. Like in terms of reading comics, she was there. You knew she was part of the you know the Trinity with Batman and Superman, but she never was that character for me that I would want to read her stories. Until she broke Maxwell Lord's um, neck. Yeah. So Maxwell Lord is who Pedro was During, a, I think it was Infinite Crisis. Oh, wow. So um, that was what brought me into the Wonder, Wo- Wonder Woman universe. Universe. She was like, whoa, shit. 
she's a badass. <laughs> I think she they fucking just broke this guy's neck. They just, I think they did a good job. Uh, we were talking about this before of showing Cheetah, but also not showing Cheetah. Yes. Where it's like, it's very quick moments. Yeah. You see an out of focus kind of look at her. Because obviously they're probably still working on it. This trailer was probably made months ago. Yeah. Do you uh, think they're still working? This movie should be out by now, no? Well, uh, yeah, I guess the movie could be done, but this trailer was probably done a, a while ago. A while ago. Who knows? Yeah. So they're probably just like, do we go back and change the trailer, or do we just keep working on it? It's releasing I, next month. I was looking forward to a scene. That's another thing I wanted. Like the you trailer is great. Up of the face. No, but I'm just looking for a scene from the film because this movie should be out at this moment in yeah. time. Right? So... Do we need get, another trailer? Do we need a... Tra- well, a second trailer. Yeah. Like, well beyond what... Second trailer, n- like, nine months later at this yes. point, right? I was looking forward to, like, something like they did with um, New Mutants, where yeah. they showcase, like, just... Nothing that would involve, like, a crazy part of the of the story, just something that introduces these characters. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think as far as trailers go, this one... Uh, it felt very much in line with the first one. Yeah. Um, so it didn't push the envelope further. I think what a lot of studios do a really good job of, and usually WB does a good job of this, is the second trailer gives you a different spin on the film. Um, this one kind of kept the same momentum, but gave us a little bit more. I'm glad we finally got Cheetah in the trailer. Um, and I'm glad they didn't do a close-up because then you would have seen the internet just tearing it apart. Sure. Whether it looked good or bad, yeah. they would have tearing, torn mm-hmm. her apart. So I'm glad they played that really well. Uh, I'm still excited for this film because, I mean, it's Wonder Woman yeah. and, you know, it's it's going to be really cool. And I think Patty Jenkins did such a great job with the first one. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for the 80s vibe. Uh, so, yeah, I'm pumped. One thing they mentioned was the games, the Amazon games. Yeah, yes, which, so yes. which I was hoping to see in the first movie, but now we're seeing it in this movie, which I think is really cool. Open, show that to the audience, because yeah. there's nothing crazy in terms of... Right, you could probably get away with showing yeah. us that scene. And they, may, they might. Yeah. When does this movie come out again? It's supposed to be October... Slated for October. Slated now. for October 4th. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not... Or maybe October 2nd. I think it was October so, 2nd. Yeah, yeah, so it's not too far off from now. Is that what? So we're in a weird spot right now with movies. You know, we saw SpongeBob move up. We could be in a spot where you know they may decide, hey, let's push War- let's push Wonder Woman up in Canada, or let's do this. So who it's knows? It's just waiting happens. right now to see. I think how Tenant does. I yeah. think that's what everyone's kind of waiting on. We'll see. We shall see. So after Wonder Woman, our next, um, our next, uh, I guess, panel that we had for Fandom was the Batman Gotham Knights trailer and we also got a pretty a big extended look at gameplay. So this is the game that Warner Brothers Montreal has been teasing for the last 19 years now it feels it like. It feels like forever. Um this one is centered on like the Court of Owls. Batman is dead and you are now playing Rob as Robin, Batwoman or Batgirl. Batgirl. Um Nightwing or Red Hood. And you're going to be taking on different Batman villains, and also there is the through-line story of the Court of Owls happening as well, too. But Batman is dead. Does, does this take place after... Ar- I'm guessing after Arkham? It's not in the it's, same it's, universe. It's, it's not a, even the same it's universe. different universe. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't watch... I got... like So when I put it on, I was right at the end. Yeah. So I, I saw it, and and I saw Batgirl. I'm like, yeah. oh, this reminds... This is... This is um, Arkham. Arkham. Arkham, yeah. Um, but I didn't know he was dead. Yeah. It's definitely the same like mechanics and a lot of the similar visual styles they've yeah. kept. Um, but you can tell they're kind of going down their own road with this. Sure. Um, I think my initial reaction to when I saw this was I was a little bit let down because I was expecting a 
a continuation in the Arkham story, or at least if it's a Court of Owls game, maybe it's a soft reboot, but more of a story-based linear game. This one seems more in the line of something like Division, where you know you, you play co-op with your friends, and you're going around and just kind of doing various crimes and eventually building to a story as you're leveling up your character. Right. Um, but I think after, you know, really thinking about it and realizing, you know, what their intention was, I came around to it and I thought, okay, you know what? I'm going to have fun playing with my friends. Like, literally, we can all log on and play right. a mission together. Yeah. Right. We could play, like, oh, like, I'll be Nightwing. I'll be Robin. We'll take right. down the Mr. Freeze, you know? Like, Are you Sylvester Stallone? Uh, we'll take down Mr. Freeze, you yeah. know? Um, yeah, I'm I'm exact same boat as you, Shay. Like, I was expecting... Batman. I was expecting maybe like a single player focused game, um, especially the Court of Owls. Especially with the Court of Owls. This wasn't that. That's fine. Like mm-hmm. that's just that's what I thought it was going to be. But this looks like it's going to be a lot of fun too. So I'm excited to. Yeah, you're playing characters. Yeah, I, I'm excited to at least get my hands on this next year. But this is not the only video game we'll be talking about today. No, no, but we'll get yeah. there. We will get there. Uh, next up in the DC fandom, we got a look at the Flash movie. So and we had Andy uh, Muschietti. Yeah. Uh, they're talking with Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller about what they're going to be doing with the Flash. It's basically Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get to our thoughts, I do want to read a story that broke this week. This is also this has come from Aaron Couch of the Hollywood Reporter. Ben Affleck is returning as Batman in the Flash. In a surprising turn of events, Ben Affleck is going to wear the cape and cowl once again. After making a very public split with the character, Affleck will reprise his role as Bruce Wayne, Batman, in the upcoming Flash movie. Filmer, filmmaker Andy Muschietti has revealed the 2022 film stars Ezra Miller as Barry Allen, the Flash, who has who has appeared opposite Affleck in 2017's Justice League. Andy went on to say that he's got a very substantial part and emotional impact in the movie. The, inter- the interaction between Barry and Affleck's Wayne will bring an emotional level that we haven't seen before. Um, it's Barry's movie. It's Barry's story. But their characters are more related than we think. They both lost their mothers to murder, and that's one of the emotional vessels of the movie. That's where the Affleck Batman kicks in. Affleck at one point was set to write and direct and star in the Batman, the upcoming DC movie, that now stars Robert Pattinson as the Cape Crusader. Gentlemen, what did you guys think about this? Because now we have Michael Keaton coming back. We got The Flash traveling between different multiverses. We have Ben Affleck coming back into the fold. And now we have Andy Muschietti working on this movie in full force. Another horror director in the DC catalog of directors. Where are you guys with this? Your writer is uh, Christina Hodson. Yeah. And she wrote Birds of Prey. She wrote Bumblebee. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. she's supposedly writing Batgirl as well. Yeah. So what do you guys think of this? How do you guys feel about a Flashpoint movie? I think it feel pretty good. Yeah, that I've, artwork is awesome. I yeah. think for if this is, and it seems like this is what they're trying to do is like make the Flash this this Flash movie the the point where DC really expresses the multiverse, mm. um, and then from whatever comes out of it comes out of it. Um, but yeah, I'm super interested. It. I'm glad Ben Affleck is taking on the role again. And I don't think this is the last time we'll see him. Mm-hmm. He will probably be in other Batman. He's film. off the bottle. I think I think he I think he's gonna do more movies. I think so. I was listening to was it the the president or whoever runs the United States? <laughs> Warner Wait, Brothers. Who was talking about this? They're really focused on <laughs> Walter Hamada? Yes. They're yeah. really focused on um the multiverse. Multiverse, for sure. And 
they're like, yeah, it's the Joker that Joaquin Phoenix plays is the Joker. He is a Joker. It's just not that universe's Joker. And, you know, the JLA is a different universe. And so they're really focusing on, hey, we're going to just continue telling stories. They don't have to be um, as interactive as you think they should be, like a Marvel like epic event. Yeah, building towards something. But right? what if they were still connected because we created this idea of Why a not? multiverse where we can pull... And there's that's where the flash kicks in because the flash can go through all these different Earths. Earths. Yeah. And I'm telling you, they're gonna do crisis on infinite Earths. They have to. They, they would have to. Yeah. Um, but I'm really happy for Ben because I think he's probably my favorite Batman. Mm-hmm. Just presence wise, the look, the feel. And he never really got a chance to play the character. I agree with you hundred percent. He, he he the moments that he really got to shine in Batman versus Superman, he is phenomenal. Yeah. Um Shay and I were watching the first teaser trailer for Batman vs Superman that came out five years ago, and we were just seeing just the presence of him looking at the cowl, and you're just like, my god, this man yeah. has presence as this character, and I just wish that, you know, I'm hoping we'll see more of, of that in Justice League, which we'll talk about in a bit, but um, I'm hoping that we have somebody come into the fold that could really give us either a, a movie of his or oh, he may be somebody who just pops up as a supporting character now in other movies. And I'd be okay with that too. Mm-hmm. Cause I think he's so good in it that I'd love to see him carry on that role in some capacity. He said it. He said, I would never, I'm not going to play him ever again, guys. Yeah. Like, like forget about it. And look, he's going to play him again. And in what capacity, who knows there, they have fan art mm-hmm. of Michael Keaton and the flash. So there's going to be, there is going to be a, some sort of scene with, Batman, Michael Keaton's Batman, and the Flash tying in together. You just don't bring these characters in and no, not have no. them interact and have like some sort of yeah. action sequence. That that picture that they dropped of Michael Keaton's Batman fighting alongside the Flash. It's my wallpaper on my phone right yeah. now. It looks so cool. Like you just see like Michael Keaton like doing his classic Batman pose. The Flash in his new costume, which Bruce Wayne made him. Like uh I think this movie's gonna be really cool. And yeah. I have faith in the director. Um, I loved it. Part one, uh, it part two was, you know, okay. it was, it was fine. Um, really but the first one, I think just nailed the tone and I'm really excited to see what he does with the flash. I'm, mm, I can't yeah. wait for this movie. Yeah. yeah. I'm bumped. Next up in the DC fandom, we had our first look at the suicide squad directed by James Gunn. So this movie, they said that this was a very seventies war film inspired like movie. And we got the full list of characters so strap in for this margot robbie is harley quinn jai courtney is captain boomerang joel kinnaman as rick flag viola davis is amanda waller so those are our returning characters from the first suicide squad mm-hmm. joining the cast is john cena as peacemaker pete davidson as blackguard michael rooker as savant sean gunn as weasel who looks amazing in the movie by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, Idris Elba as Bloodsport, Peter Capaldi as The Thinker, David Dasmalchian as Polka Dot Man, uh, Daniela Melquire as Ratcatcher 2, Falula Borg as Javelin, Nathan Fillion as TDK, aka The Detachable Kid, Mei Ling Ang as Mongol, and Alice Braga as Solsoria. So, a lot of a lot of huge cast in this. Huge cast. A, a lot of people that I'm just like, I've never heard of this character before. D-list kind of villains of D-last, the D-list DC villains universe. for sure. But you know that Gunn is going to have fun with this. So what did you right. guys think? We, we didn't get an official trailer. 
we got a four or we got a three or four minute behind the scenes look at this movie, which looks really cool. Yeah. What'd you guys think of what we saw from this whole panel? What I've learned is this is uh, James Gunn's most ambitious film ever. (laughs) (laughs) He said that. He said said that. He said that a lot. He's like, this is my favorite movie I've ever made. Like, just he's hyping it up. He's hyping it up a lot. Um, The most special effects that. He's ever done in one single film. Most explosions in any Marvel movie combined. I think he said he was crying the whole time making it because he didn't know how beautiful it was. Um, I was interested. I I was looking for a trailer. Yeah. Which there was never. And I, I wrote to you guys. I'm like, sure. man, they should have done a Cancel trailer. Cancel DC Fandom. Yeah. I'm like, this is not. Because we only got Wonder Woman out of yeah. all the films that. And we first disagreed with you. About. And then. We agreed with you. Yeah. <laughs> but we also know why, I feel well, like. We also yeah. know why. Yeah. But yes. Can we, though? I mean... I think we, I yeah, it, yeah, yeah. You know, when, we're, yeah. Without future spoilers, there are trailers that dropped that I think would have maybe taken have away completely the completely eclipsed right? Right. Um, the fandom. Speaking of eclipsing as well, we didn't speak about the leak that happened earlier in the day. Somehow, the Justice League Snyder Cut trailer leaked, leaked early. earlier, yeah. Um, but which so we will get to. We'll get to. We'll get to that. Uh, Shay, what were your thoughts on Suicide Squad? I thought it was really cool. I mean... Um, I'll be honest, a lot of the costumes looked really hokey, like, hokey, yeah. and, but I think that was the aesthetic he's going for. For sure. So very like Party City, you know, <laughs> pick up your own, yeah. buy your own costume kind of thing, especially um, Peacemaker. But I'm here for it. I think James Gunn, he, he's a weird dude, man. The way he makes movies, you're going to end up loving them. So if if you, I think if you liked Gardens of the Galaxy, you're probably gonna have a really good time with that uh, with this one too. And he's so excited about it. I think that excitement is what's getting me more excited about oh, this film. Oh, for sure. Um, plus, you know, having Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn again. I mean, I think no one can do a character justice like her. Yeah, it's funny because in in that behind the scenes snippet, we got a little, we got kind of snippets that look like yeah. something from a trailer. We saw Polka Dot Man throwing his polka dots you saw harley quinn kind of like with like doing some actions yeah um well she has a really cool costume in the movie as well too uh we saw weasel who was played by sean gunn doing cap. so and we have he literally looks like a weasel yeah Yeah. and we have uh king shark as well too which hopefully it's inspired by the harley quinn show Uh, king shark he's so funny ron Sure. What is what the voice of that? I'll let you. I'll let you pull that. I'll look that us. up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was cool. Again, I would have loved to see a trailer. I, I, I'm 100. We're 100 in the camp with Anthony with that. But mm-hmm. Ron Funches. Ron Funches does the voice of King Shark on the uh, Harley Quinn show. I'm sorry if I butchered your name, Ron. Uh, but what we had following would have definitely, I think, taken some of the steam away or some of the spotlight away. Uh, the next up in the DC fandom, we had Justice League: The Snyder Cut trailer. This was. A four-minute trailer? No, it was oh. a regular two. Minute. Was it two? I think it was a bit longer. Was it not? not it, four it felt minutes. Like, no. Didn't feel it. Like felt, four it felt like long. It felt like a long trailer. Um, maybe I'm just. I, it was all the slow motion. It felt like Tom was going. There was slower. a lot of slow motion. I think every shot was slow motion. In this there movie. was a two minutes thirty-three seconds. Okay, so yeah. it was like ten a seconds. A regular long. trailer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just a lot of slow motion in this trailer. Zack Snyder, I think, at his most unapologetic unfiltered this is as you guys wanted the Zack snyder cut of this movie this bringing it is the Zack snyder cut of this movie oh yeah uh aspect ratio four by three this is imax this is imax footage it looked really weird watching that on a tv screen i really hope it's it it, it doesn't <laughs> i mean i think watching in the theater would be really cool in that aspect and IMAX for sure. it. yeah yeah but at home i i don't want that i'm sorry maybe this is me so Zach said this is going to be four hours. 
Yeah. It's going to be one hour a week. It's basically going to be a mini series. He's also going to release it as a complete version. If you want to watch it like a movie, you could watch it like a movie, but they will release episodically and they're working on a distribution plan right now to watch it outside of the States. Cause right now HBO max is only in the U S mm-hmm. uh, Anthony, what did you think about this trailer? We got a lot in this trailer. Well, the first, the first, the opening scene is dark side. Like yes. that's Mr. Side. Like, holy like that's <laughs> Mr. Side. That is, I said to you guys, it's bold. It's a bold move yep. by Zach to showcase the villain. That was not even um, apparent in this, Right. Justice League, but he was um, still building up to in yes. Batman vs Superman. But yeah. he was there; he was physically there in the movie. Yeah, no, no shying away from it. Yeah. Um, I was trying to figure out which scenes were that I didn't see before, and then what scenes I did uh, from the movie itself. Um, I thought the the sequence with Cyborg playing football. Yep. And just you know the, the whole slow motion factor for that was pretty cool. They had. Um, even the music score that they use, Hallelujah by Hallelujah. Leonard Cohen. Yep, really like that. Um, I'm I'm excited. I just don't like the aspect ratio. Yeah, mm-hmm. just because I want to, I want to, to fill, fill out my screen. I yeah, just want that sure. version of the film for sure. I don't have an IMAX screen. Oh, so not, like, yet. Uh, not yet. Not <laughs> yet. Not yet. I don't have a 500 foot screen in my house yet. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, is it going to be four hours of four hours film? Four hours of film. So this this is this is I didn't I didn't watch the actual part like I didn't watch that that part of the DC Fan. Yeah. So he has four hours of movie. This is a four hour I movie. I think the assembly cut was about like four and a half, was it not? Right. So Holy he's trimmed macaroni. off half an hour to make it just four hours yeah. now. <laughs> he trimmed off half an hour? So well, from, the first ever cut was six, I believe. Yeah. And then the assembly cut was four and a half. Holy So it was a long ass movie. Um again. Wow. I don't know what's going to like. This is the thing: the the shots that we saw on this trailer gave you there was a familiarity to them that you're just like, yes, this is familiar, but this is different. You know, with the exception of Darkseid, mm-hmm. and you see a lot more Cyborg, you see a lot more Superman without the ugly CG, mm. Superman in his black suit. Um, I'm also surprised at the amount of spoilers they had in this trailer. Not that I mean, is there spoilers for a three year old movie? But like, what do you mean? Like Cyborg's dad dying. Oh yeah, there yeah, like because yeah. he dies completely different than how he dies in. Um, oh no, he doesn't. He doesn't die in. He doesn't die in the Justice League. Joss Don't cut. The Joss. The Justice Joss, League? Justice League. He doesn't die in that movie. I don't remember. Um, so I'm just curious to see where is it going to leave these characters at the end of this movie. Yeah, you know? I think it's it's very cool. I mean, the trailer looked beautiful in my eyes. Um, I just loved seeing Black Suit Superman, Dark Side right away, Batman like young healthy ben affleck yeah and even like just seeing aquaman not looking awkward in front of a green screen awkward man awkward you know? man yeah <laughs> so i thought i mean i'm i'm super I'm excited for this I'm pumped. um really yes i agree with you guys hope it's not in that aspect ratio i wanted to fill my screen make it full screen like justice the justice league is full screen yeah. why i think um i think the thing with Zack snyder too um, so this trailer, as we alluded to earlier, this trailer did leak online somehow. I think Warner Brothers put it live on one of their channels, and mm-hmm. it, it, they d- deleted it, but it already was had been downloaded by that point. And there was a lot of critics kind of talking about it already, and Zach responded to Scott Mendelson, who we've had like not had on their show, but read his stories on our show a lot for Box Office. And Zach basically told him to, like, this movie is not, this movie's for adults, 
and like that he shouldn't be commenting on a leaked trailer which i i totally agree with zach and that can't like don't comment on something if it leaks like that uh, but i think zach Snyder also makes it easy to have put a target on his back sometimes with how he responds to things or his takes on things so mm-hmm. uh, but also i get it that tensions are high and this is something that fans have been campaigning for for such a long time and for it to leak that sucks so you could you could definitely tell that he must have been upset that that this movie that this trailer leaked just look at something that he was doing leaked and people were talking about it before they wanted to right um yeah do you guys have any other thoughts on uh i'm pumped i'm just pumped i just can't wait to see it no date right still 2021 2021. when do you guys when do you guys think how late into 2021 do you think i hope it's early January 1st. I hope it's January 1st. December 31st, 2020 hits. Corona's gone. Yeah, yeah. And Justice League I think, comes in. I think Corona expires that day. December 31st at So Americans, just PM. hold on. Your well, day's coming. You're on my- God. God help us. Uh, we're next. Uh, our next panel that we got for the DC fandom, uh, Black Adam. So we had The Rock talking about Black Adam. Uh, we saw some concept art. We saw like a animated teaser that Boss Logic and Jim Lee did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dwayne Johnson revealed that there's going to be like the Justice Society, which will have like Doctor Fate, mm-hmm. Hawkman. Uh, I guess Adam Smasher. Yeah, well, the, Adam Smasher will be new, more, right? Because will be newer. Maybe Noah Centini. Yeah, but it'll be uh, but it'll be cool to see like Hawkman and Doctor Fate, some really cool characters. I guess team up with Black Adam or fight against Black Adam. Yeah, they're they're like the Justice Society is a huge has a huge part in the Black Adam kind of storyline yeah because the justice society is really from the first earth earth right. one usually the jay garrick which is the flash, the flash and the yeah. first green lantern all that so they're an older generation of superheroes that deal with and because shazam is also was part of that time period right um, the wizard the wizards like yeah so black adam it, it just makes sense for them to team up yeah. with one another so I'm looking forward to seeing a Justice Society yeah. more than I am to see Black Adam. And it's cool that uh, like Dwayne Johnson basically like it's finally happening. They're going to start shooting this movie, um, and he basically called out like by name every other superhero. He's like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash. Like I'm coming for you. If they build up um, Black Adam to be pretty much what this Justice League has to kind of fight, I'm so ready for that. I'm so down for that. It'd be so cool. Yeah, It'd be very cool. It's it, so this Black Adam. Or Shazam and Black Adam, they're part of which Earth? That's the thing. Is this right. still part of the JLA Earth? You're, <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. Don't because know. they did show Super... Like, in the end of Shazam, they showed Superman, which is Henry Henry Cavill's Superman. Right, right. So and we know Batman makes, and all of them exist in that world. Right. right. So, so it makes sense. Probably. What do you think of the footage we saw, though, Shay? Like, the, 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 the concept? The, the concept part? teaser? <laughs> and you know what it was? It's funny, because it, it reminded me of... Uh, Scorpion King, <laughs> yeah, oh, seeing like you know, like the like mummy, the, the gods, yeah. and like the you know the, the slavery and the things being built. I was like, oh yeah, this is like very Scorpion King vibes. Yeah. You know, I just want to see him like on like a on like a like a cliff just with a sword out, just yeah. yelling. So I'm I'm excited. I mean, yeah. I again, this movie doesn't exist to me yet because right. he's been blackout for forty years now. I think. Yeah. 
Uh, so until they actually start filming, The Rock is literally, I think, just made of muscles now. Yeah. Like, like he's actually just rocks. <laughs> he's just rocks. Like yeah. he Rock was, man. That T-shirt that he was wearing, I'm like, it's it was gonna, struggling to it's, stay it's on. It's going to disintegrate it? in a second. Him and Henry Cavill. And Henry Cavill yeah, did it like the it little. Was, it was a there. war on T-shirts yesterday. How much do these people eat to contain and sustain Dude, a body like that? Like they, just, they have farms just. There's for been them. a food shortage because of the Rock. They must take big poops. Oh yeah, I think Rock is just one big poop. Yeah. Mold, Every day, moldy poop. Oh, oh okay, Fine, okay. Fine. It's descriptive. <laughs> um, we had Aquaman two, which was, I think, the only panel during the day that I was kind of just like, "Why oh, was this here? Yeah. Why? I, I get this. why it was here." But twenty twenty two, this movie's coming out. Yeah. It was uh, James Wan and Patrick Wilson talking about yeah. Aquaman and saying, "Yeah, this movie's gonna be a lot more serious the second time around." And you're like, "Okay, that was it. That was it. Take care, everybody." Yeah, no Momoa. No Momoa. No mimosas. <laughs> they didn't talk about the the the. The deep, though, right? They didn't talk about it. No, no, okay. no. Oh, yeah, I mean, that movie coming out the, the trench movie. The trench. If yeah. they do that, because I mean, that's also from another era. That was that time. was just like a week after Aquaman came out. Like, yeah, we're gonna do a, a spinoff movie of that. You know, the scene with the that was really cool with the water and the red and the black. Yeah, yeah we're like gonna that. do a trenches movie. And then Anthony was like, "Don't question my trenches." <laughs> I think that's where it came from. Yeah. Um, we also had our Shazam panel, yeah. which followed that, which was a lot of fun. That was a good one. You had the cast of Shazam there. You had Zachary Levi there. You had Megan Good, Megan Good, Jacqueline Grazer. Like the kids there, then uh, David F. Sandberg came, yeah, and they were talking. Sinbad was there, <laughs> yeah. They revealed the, the 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 sequel's name. What do you think of it? Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Really cool name. Very cool name. I dig it. Mm-hmm. I hope they released that poster because that was a cool that artwork. Was a cool that artwork. Did, yeah. yeah. What do you thought with all the Shazam family? Yeah, it was good. It, I'm just how like where does Sinbad? I haven't seen Sinbad in ages. I haven't seen him in ages. Um, jingle all the way, I think. But I know, yeah, literally. Um, I know he did his Kazam, which is like a G. Was he actually in Kazam, though? Was he not? Was that, was yeah, because they made the joke of that. Yeah, I that was, wasn't it Kazam? Well, Shaq was in Kazam. Shaq, Shaq was But didn't he play like a genie? I remember him playing a genie. He did play a genie. You're absolutely right. But I, I don't just, remember in what or was it just called Shazam, but it was completely yeah. not Sin- tied. Sinbad was not in Kazam. No. But he did appear in, ladies and gentlemen. But House Guest is a great movie. That's it's one of those movies I used to watch all the time growing up. Terrible movie, but I love it. Um, so he wasn't a genie in that either, though. He was just <laughs> a, a normal person. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like what? What? Like, I wonder who the villains are. are is he gonna go against like the gods that give him his powers, like Zeus and Mercury, and because yeah. like all his powers come from Greek mythology? Yeah, aren't doesn't Shazam's should the name Shazam? It's all spelled from one of the he, the gods, is it not? I don't. I don't remember. I think it is. Hold on. I'll tell you. Let me drop some facts on you right now. But um, yeah. Why not? Uh, so Shazam, it's yeah Solomon, Hercules, Atlas, Zeus, uh, Achilles, and Mercury. Yeah. So that's all of those. So maybe maybe they come back and they're like, Yo, bro, what's what's going on? Like, why are you messing around their stones you, like that? You know? Are they doing? <laughs> what was that movie with Henry Cavill and he was fighting the oh, gods? Immortals. 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 That was like yeah. his first one. Did, yeah. Did you, about Terrence Malick, I believe. I think that was right around the time Is that it he, Terrence Malick. I don't think wow. it was Terrence nah, Malick. No. It was something else. <laughs> but uh, thing was, Mickey Rourke was in that too. Yes, and so was Frida Pinto. Yeah, I remember they uh, they really marked. Sorry, Tarsum Singh. That's yeah, it. same thing. So Terrence Malick. Terrence Malick. Tarsum Singh. Did you find out if he was? I don't know. I he was to... not. He was not in a... Why do no, I no. envision Sinbad as a genie? But, a genie? but they make that joke in the thing because they say, oh, I have the Mandela effect. Yeah. That I was in a genie <laughs> film. And I'm like, no, you weren't in a genie film. But then I looked. Like, were you? He wasn't. 
Man, that that's funny because I they think I've us. heard that before with Sinbad <laughs> being in a movie that it was it's not a Mandela effect. Man, they got us. Mm. Uh, the next uh, the next panel we had at the Fandom was Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League. So this is again another video game. Really anticipated look at Rocksteady's next game. Um, Rocksteady has never let me down before. No, I have complete faith in this game. Is this the game I wanted from them? No, no, no. When I saw Superman appear, I'm like, man, I wish I could play Superman. Yep. But I have total faith in them. I know this is going to be a lot of fun. So I'm hearing it's a first-person shooter. What? Is that what you? Are you being serious? Yeah, I heard. I heard it's a. I heard it's a shooter game. I no. didn't see. I didn't see it. I thought you could play as. A... I could be absolutely wrong. So yeah. please do not take. Anything I don't. Yeah, I'm I don't think. I don't think fact. it's a first-person shooter. I'm just saying. Uh, I think like someone from, once told me from what, when they what they said you just play either. Well, who, who are your sources? You, <laughs> you play. Uh, you play as King Shark, Harley Quinn. Uh, Dead shots, yes. or Captain Boomerang, Captain Boomerang are the four players. No, I, I, I don't think it's a first person. No, shooter. it's a third. It's a third person action. A third game. person shooter uh, <laughs> comes out in twenty twenty two. Great trailer, great first look at it. It's weird seeing like them making a game during the day. Yeah, that's you know? what threw me off the that most was about it. Me off. Uh, but what did you think about it, Shay? Yeah, that was really cool. I mean, I'm really excited. I really love uh, Rocksteady. I think they do not miss, and uh, I'm excited. I hope. We get. I just. I wanted to see more. I just. I feel like we've been waiting so long. Twenty twenty two, man. So long. Twenty twenty two. We got a great CGI trailer. So you, I'm you hoping. Tearing up. I'm tearing up a little, <laughs> little sad about it. Uh, but no, I hope we see more, man. I, I just want to see gameplay, and I want to see what more characters Soon. are. Soon. Um. Yeah, I want to play Superman. I don't want to play those guys. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. Be like, honest, man. When I saw it, I'm like, oh, I don't want to play Harley Quinn or Deadshot or any but of I like these characters. You can, you can switch between the characters. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But I want to play Superman yeah. because because Superman hasn't had a video game. Doesn't even have a movie. Well, Superman 64 okay. was a great game. Harley Quinn has more movies than Superman. Dude, has more game we're appearances getting, than Superman. We're getting Suicide Squad overload at this point. Yeah. And in I the last five years, they've been really pushing Suicide Squad. Which is interesting because I don't think they're bankable yet. I don't think Suicide Squad... I mean, yes, they made a lot of money in the first film, but do people... Like, is that what people want? I don't like, know. I would have rather want, like rather had a Har- just a Harley Quinn game. Than just like this whole well, there, Suicide there, Squad. I mean, in Arkham um, Knight, there's a DLC where you get to play. Yeah, you, as you, you when you yeah, so you can just play that for like nine hours. But I want a Superman <laughs> game, or I want a Justice League game. Yeah, why take that whole idea of a trio and give me the Suicide Squad when you could give me JLA? Right. Like I don't, I don't want to play villains. I want to beat want, the shit out of villains. You want to? You of all people, I'm surprised. I think. Well, then I become the villain. Yeah, there you, uh, you live long enough, see you know, stuff become the villain. Yes, yes, you yes. Know, of course. But I, but I get what you're saying. You know, I think there's like there's so much of the, just not even outside of the the, the Suicide Squad. There's all there's so many like injustice. It's like the heroes are bad in that. There's the, like a lot of dark takes on superheroes with the boys, and there's a lot of like anti heroes rising, Deadpool things like that. Where it's just like I just want. I just sometimes just want to be like a good guy, and I think that's why I always gravitate so much to like the Arkham games and Spider-Man on PS4 because it's just you're just through and through your hero in that game, and it's mm. nice playing kind of like a single-player game like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, uh, Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League, is going to be four players. You yeah. can play four players or play it by yourself. Um, again, looks beautiful. I'm excited for it, but I just want to see more at this point, and I just uh, I don't 2022. Want, 2022. We could be dead by then. We could be. We could be. 
2022. I mean, yeah. And probably will get delayed because that's what happens in that's, video games. That's life. That's that's the world we're in right now. Yeah. I think that was all from DC Fandom, right? Oh, we didn't have anything man. else to talk about, right? No, there's that there's that one with um the guy from Twilight. that show. What uh, show? The one uh it's that British show from Remember? <laughs> oh, Teas and Crumpets. Yeah, no, it's that that it stars uh, Colin Murphy. What's that show called? You mean Cillian Murphy? Yeah, Cillian Murphy. What's the where is the British character? Yeah, that guy. Peaky they Blinders. Had, they had one of the guys from Peaky Blinders show up on DC Fandom. Which Are you being one? serious? <laughs> Matt Reeves. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Dude, you were building. You were so going. So deep you, you, in This there, is the man. you committed Matt to the joke. Reeves looks like. Dude, he looks straight out of uh, Tombstone. Yeah, he was he looks Tombstone. straight out yeah. of Tombstone. 100%. I, th- I said he looked like. He's a Peaky Blinder for sure. He's a Peaky Blinder. He's There Will Be Blood. That sounds offensive, by the way. Uh, <laughs> he's a Peaky Blinder? He's a Peaky Blinder. Oh, wow. So the final panel that we got for the day. And boy. My God, did they save the best for last. We got a nice discussion with Aisha Taylor and Matt Reeves talking about the Batman, talking about Batman's kind of psyche, what drives him, what we're going to see from him in this movie. He spoke about this as being year two of mm. Bruce being Batman. And there's going to be a Gotham PD show talking about um, the corruption in the Gotham City Police Department from a unique perspective that takes place during the first year of Batman uh, Bruce Wayne being Batman. So you're going to see a lot of the events, I guess, that we didn't see from the movie uh, and how the cops are kind of responding to that. And maybe we'll see Batman pop up. Who knows? Who knows? Then he's like, we've only shot about 25% of this movie, but we did bring something to show you. And then they dropped. I don't like being hyperbolic. I don't like you being hyperbolic. But either. probably one of my favorite trailers ever. Hmm. That's, they, that's crazy dude that was a phenomenal trailer it's a good trailer but it's it was also 25 percent of the film but that's trailer. the thing they dropped a trailer on us that was only 25 percent of the footage shot the 75 percent of this movie could be garbage but that 25 percent <laughs> that they showed us was so good yeah they should they this basically felt like if david fincher mm-hmm. seven had batman in that universe right what did you so anthony i'll get you to start off what did you um, think of the batman DC fandom trailer. It was fantastic. For 25% of a movie that's shot, they gave me a pretty good trailer. A really, really good trailer. Um, you saw everyone. You saw Batman, costume, beating up villains. You saw Catwoman. Um, you, you saw the Riddler. You saw Commissioner Gordon. We got Penguin. Penguin. Um, you, we got a lot for 25% of the film. Um, yeah, I thought it was, you know, Shay message. He's like, this is like, this is a David Fincher seven, like look, feel to it. And I'm like, yeah, that's, you hit the, the nail on the head on yeah. that one. Yeah. You hit the villain in the skull with that one. I was, I was absolutely blown away. And I think the shot that really made me go, oh, this is very like Fincher is there's right when you know, the tape is being applied to the guy's that duct face, tape sound, the duct right? tape sound. And just seeing the character, just the lighting, everything about it, I was like... So, first of all, as everyone knows, David Fincher is my favorite director of all time. And just seeing... And I've always wanted to see what he would do with a genre film like this. 
And I think this is what we're getting. Yeah. I was very surprised that Matt Reeves said that, you know, he's inspired by Chinatown and I think some other film that he mentioned. Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver. Yeah. I'm like, I think you were actually inspired you by sure? David Fincher. Like, there, <laughs> yeah. there's Zodiac in here. There's even some social network from what it looks like. Yeah. You've definitely got seven in there. So I, I love where this is going. I love how it looks. I love his voice, even though he just says one, two words really in it. Yeah. I'm vengeance. I'm vengeance. I mean, as Batman. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just Robert Pattinson. I I I think he's a great actor. Yeah, I Twilight never bothered me. I never seen Twilight, but I think maybe that's why it never bothered me about him. So I'm glad that he's just gonna kick ass and prove a lot of people wrong. This this trailer was really scary. Yeah, like the Riddler looks unsettling, very unsettling. The way he looks, his costume, very Zodiac killer. I think making the Riddler. A serial killer like this like when you see the tape on the person's face and says no more lies you see the letters the cards that he's leaving for batman and commissioner gordon's like oh i think it's for you look these like cryptic codes this, on with there. the code on it like mm-hmm. you're, this mm-hmm. is a detective ass movie yeah and i love that we're i never thought we would see somebody trying out realism nolan mm-hmm. in the batman field because obviously like when you when you're watching this after the snyder cut i was the snyder cut trailer i was telling you like it almost makes the snyder cut look like like not cheap like fantasy but like way, fantasy because right? like batman's taking like alien blasts to the arm and that and he's like zipping around doing right. whatever but like you're seeing this batman is just this is this is a guy in a suit yeah and like that's what it feels like he's doing detective work he's trying to figure shit out and it just it's so unsettling and you see the riddler really like challenging people and you i think this is really going to tie into like the wayne family and things like that and just they, and I just love that it's shot in London because it feels gothic and it has mm-hmm. Nirvana like um, something in the way like as un- underneath what kind of also has like that like funeral marched kind of like rhythm to it like that that dread to it it just it's just really really cool mm-hmm. I love what we saw and that scene of Batman just being the shit out of that thug I think both of us were like all of us our jaws just were just like on the floor I don't think we exp- I don't I didn't exp- I thought it was when it cut right but it just showed him just beating that guy to a pulp. And those thugs, they don't, they look very Jokerish. They do, like Joker thugs or Penguin thugs or someone. They don't look like Penguin thugs. Because no, only because it was white and black. That's why. But like the just the, the smile the and smile, all that. The smile, right? Like, oh, what are you ta- what are you leading up to in with these Jokers? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Jokers. What are you leading up to with these Jokers? But Matt Reeves said it well. He's like, I've watched all these Batmans and they've all done great work and to tell a story of this character, but. There hasn't been a Batman where it really focuses on him being a detective. Right. Like, even Christopher Nolan... Little little nods to it, but it wasn't that. But not like... No. Not like, I'm at a crime scene, I'm going to... There was the scene where he, you know, cuts out the brick and all that. But that's the only part that really showcases him as a detective. This seems like he's going to be doing detective work. Right. Because at, at the... like the heart of Batman's character is the greatest detective of all time. Yeah. yeah. But you've never seen that in film. No. It's only him beating up stuff, beating up people or driving his Batmobile. Having great gadgets, showing yeah. up places. Yeah. Like, I want the detective part, which then makes you feel like, man, this is like seven because he's now have, he has to solve a murder. Yeah. This Batman feels, out of all the Batmans, the most graphic, novelish yes. Batman. Because it and just feels that. like this is a story that I would read. It's like a... Maybe like a two or three part storyline yeah. that you would read in a comic book. For sure. No, no tie-ins to any other um, superhero. No guest appearances. It's very gritty, very dark. Um, 
it's raining all the time, so you feel like this is Gotham. It's like, it's like Seven, man. Like it's always raining in the movie Seven. Like yeah. there's that sense of dread that's just always lingering around. Even you. Paul Dano's like Riddler costume. He's just wrapped up. He has these goggles. Oh, terrifying. He looks man. scary. It looks, yeah. and he has you know, I think he kills the mayor from I don't from, know if, from from what it looks from, like it looks like he from, kills a mayor. A mayor. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm all for this type of Batman. Yeah. I don't know how real like what the the idea of this character of batman is like how real he is right is he very real in the sense that he's like a christopher nolan he's just a man in a suit or is he like a hybrid of you know that jla batman meets real that's where i'm trying to get at like what what part of this is how like we need to see more we gotta see more of batman but i'm all for it robert pattinson looks great yeah, I loved seeing him with the like the the black eyes like around like because that's something that the movies always forget. Like every single movie, Batman has the black makeup around the eyes, but yeah. as soon as they take the mask off, it's gone. Right. And this Batman looks gritty. He looks dirty. Like you see him just watching things with the mask from before, and then he has that black around his eyes. It looks Is so cool. The bat ears on on Batman. Yeah, they're so they're when you see him, that scene where they cut to. Commissioner Gordon's like, what do you think? And it yeah. cuts to him. And you see these ears. Yeah. They're very pointy. They're very, they're longer than what you would normally yeah. see a Batman. Affleck was very like the, the stubby. small stump, the stubby These ones, ones were a lot pointier, yeah. very longer. So it's, it makes him bigger. And, yeah. And taller. More taller. He yeah. looks really good as Batman. Like those set yeah. photos that we saw from obviously the stun suit. We were just like, oh, this looks interesting. Like this looks okay. Like, okay. Sure. It's a stun suit, whatever. But like seeing it on camera, then seeing him fight Catwoman and seeing him on the bike and like. It looked awesome. Yeah. It looked really, really cool. I think the real shocker here is, you know, Colin Farrell. Like oh, my about. God. He, no you, idea it was him. You could not recognize him. No. And, you know, now that people are pointing out that, you know, when you see the guy in the car um, kind of driving away and going, like, oh, that guy's crazy. Like, that is the Penguin, and that is Colin Farrell. <laughs> Unreal. Because we probably saw set photos of him, but nobody knew. Nobody knew. Because, yeah. like, how would you recognize him? We all thought there were set photos that leaked... That it ended up being um, the guy who's playing Falcone. The guy I'm blanking uh, on his right Totoro. now. Totoro. Yeah, Totoro. But it ended up being it was him in those set photos, not Colin Farrell. Yeah, because you th- when Cause I he had like whiter hair and stuff. Right. Crazy. When I saw this guy, I'm like, man, is it, who is this supposed to be? Because he, he he doesn't look like Penguin. So when I paused it, I'm like, man, this is yeah, that's that's Farrell. You could tell by his eyes. Yeah. You could tell this is um, Penguin just based on the nose and the face. Yeah. Mm. You could tell, like, he would wear a top hat. Yeah. Like, it's just very symbolic to the comic that you, you know, that he's, um, his character's based on. I don't think this is the last movie we're going to see the Penguin in. No. And Matt Reeves says he doesn't like being called the Penguin, right? He doesn't like being called that. This is the, like, the origin of the Penguin. Yeah. I think he'll be, you know, the villain for at least another Batman film. Or at least, like, someone, like, always lingering in the background, right? Right. Zoe Kravitz looked great as well too oh, yeah. as Catwoman yep. with the little the ears and her hat and yeah. everything it was really Very cool. cool. And the mask, the rip mask. Um, I think everyone that we saw so far in this trailer, like, because again, this is twenty five percent of the film, so probably a lot of it was from the beginning of the movie. Um, it, I think a lot of these like designs that we saw will probably be keep keep evolving at least in the film. For sure, like Catwoman might look more Catwoman, yeah, and the Riddler might change completely altogether. Yeah, but who knows? Paul Dano's voice is horrifying. Sounding. Ooh, very, very oh, man. Horrifying. He was just yelling out like the the riddles. Like it sounds very menacing. It yeah. sounds very like haunting. 
Um, one thing I want to talk about before we finish up on this, what did you think of seeing the Batmobile in action? That is a car with a jet engine on the back of it. Very cool. That's it cool. looked powerful. It looks I, really I'm powerful. not a big fan of it, but it looks cool. That I think we, I think we need to see more of it. I mean, we only saw like a back shot and then like a quick side shot. So right, I think we got to see more of it in action because we're not. It definitely looks cool, but um, it's not wowing me. I guess right. But it just looks cool. Want to see it in action? I want right? to see yeah. more. Yeah, it, um, like yeah, we saw a lot more than I thought we were. Oh yeah, that that scene of uh, Batman going up the staircase. Very Batman begins. Very Batman Year One yeah. feeling. Right. Yeah. Very Jason Bourne almost. Right. Too. Like him just kind of leaving the scene. Uh, I just I love seeing Batman interacting with the cops, with Gordon especially. Oh yeah, and I guess in the in the interrogation room. Yeah, I guess. Jeffrey yeah. Wright, perfect casting as Gordon. Perfect casting. I think as Gordon. There was phenomenal. Casting Everyone there. in this film, yeah, she's yeah. In perfect casting. So can't wait. I, I thought like even Matt Reeves, he's like my inspiration. Like we're talking about his inspirations, but even his comic inspirations, Darwin Cook, uh, um, Z- uh, not Zack Snyder, Snyder and Capullo. Oh, Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder yeah. and Capullo and um. Uh, what's his, what's the one who did uh, the lot Tim Sale? Yeah, they, these are like those stories. Oh, those Long Halloween. And stuff? Long Halloween. Yeah. These are the stories that like make Batman amazing, especially detective wise. Yeah, long, uh, long because Halloween, they're all detective all based Victory, comics. Yeah. Um, I think that's like another part of his inspiration is to bring that element. Yeah. into yeah. a Batman movie. Great stories, right? Yeah. What a great! It was a great day yesterday. It was a great, great day, day to be a DC fan. Yep. Um, I have some trivia for you guys before we wrap up the show as always. Sure. I can't, again, I was telling you guys, I don't know if I've asked you this one already. Did I guys? Did I ask you guys which company designed Batman shoes in Batman 89? Yeah. I asked you guys that one, right? Yeah. Damn it. Okay, never mind. I won't ask you one, that one then. Because I think I asked you guys that a few weeks ago. Batman shoes? I don't even remember. Yeah. Uh, then again, I don't have a really good memory. No so. worries. I'll give you alphabetical... Uh, <laughs> choices. Alphabetical choices. Alphabetical no. choices. So I'm going to ask you guys. Just, Letter A. I'm going to ask you just to want just to name the movie okay. that was on the marquee in Batman versus Superman in the opening uh, prologue. So as the Waynes die in the alley, what movie were they watching in theaters as they left the theater? I'm just going to ask for that one movie. I'm not going to give you choices. Was it the Mask of Zorro? Mask of Zorro. You're going to say Mask of Zorro? Both of you are incorrect. What was it? It was uh, Excalibur. So it's traditionally the Mask of Zorro. There is a poster for Zorro, Why? but uh, Excalibur I don't like, was uh, on the marquee. I'd see, that That just bothers me, I Zach, Zack Snyder. You know what? <laughs> I, changed I, I don't want to watch Snyder Cut anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he changed his eyes. Like, why? Like, why what, would you do that, Why Zach? would you do that? He put a poster for Zorro there, but Excalibur was the movie they were seeing in theaters. Uh, uh. Well, he, he, I, guess they, I guess Antonio Banderas hadn't filmed Mask of Zorro by exactly. that time. <laughs> you know, it wasn't a movie yet. <laughs> that was the first showing of Zorro, right? It was that Antonio was Banderas. first time. <laughs> the ever had Zorro. So that was the movie podcast. Again, you could catch a brand new episode every single Monday across all your favorite podcast services. Please don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts if you like what we're doing here. We love what we're doing, so we hope you like it. Um, right into the show at this time with com slash talk. Make sure you vote in our Instagram bracket this Wednesday. We want to know what the most quotable movie of all time is, and we're one week closer to finding that out. That was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next.